Shalom and blessings. This is Pastor Clifton McDowell Sr. here at the Church of God of East New York, located in the heart of Brooklyn. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast, and I pray this week's sermon blesses and encourages you for the journey. God bless. Now enjoy the sermon. But let's get to the Word of God. A familiar portion of Scripture is going to come from Exodus 20, verse 12, and also Ephesians 6, verses 2 to 3. I want to make sure that you know it's in the Old Testament and in the New. As is the custom of this congregation, we are going to stand for the Word of God. And I'm going to ask that you read it with me, that we read the Word together. Exodus 20, verse 12, and Ephesians 6, 2 to 3. If Exodus reads, Honor your father. Ephesians 6, 2 to 3. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Abba. Daddy God, Papa, I come to you in no other name but the name of Jesus. I hand this moment over totally to you, surrender to you. Have your way today. You know what you want to say to your people. God, use me, dear God, to do what you have called me to do. And Father God, I will make sure that you get the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. When researching about Mother's Day, I, I never really looked it up. You know, Mother's Day, you just take it for granted. It's Mother's Day, but there was thought behind it. There was a reason that it got instituted. And it started with a woman called Anna Jarvis in 1908, who petitioned to honor her own mother and other mothers for the distinguished and outstanding work they did for women and children. Then in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a bill designating the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day, a legal holiday, the day we're celebrating now. But God said to me, Yvonne, you can go back a little further than 1908 to see that there was something else that I had in mind other than to celebrate mothers on Mother's Day. He said, I want you to look at Exodus 20 and 12, where I say to honor your mother and your father. The daily verse, No Jesus, states that Exodus 20:12 is the fifth commandment that was given to Moses by God for the people of Israel. And it was the first commandment that comes with a promise, the promise of long life that accompanies honoring your parents. It may not only refer to life, it may also prefer, refer to the promises of God. Mothers, each one of you is special, unique, and different. None of us would be here without you. There's a quote that Reverend Sandra sent me about mothers. It said, your greatest contribution to the world may not be something you do, but someone you raise. Mothers are those who love us, pray for us, nurture us, feed us, discipline us, encourage us, cheer for us, weep for us, laugh with us, advise us, bless us, comfort us, confront us, finance us, petition for us, fought for us, stood in the gap for us, stood up for us, stood by us, clothed us, sometimes disappointed us, but there's nothing like a mother and a mother's love. And why don't we just put our hands together for our mothers one more time. 
being a mother is a great gift, yet it can be a hard assignment. Apostle Jacqueline reminded me, she said, it's one of the few jobs you can't resign from. It's a lifelong commitment. You're always a mother. Once a mother, always a mother. No matter how old your children are, I am, and I still run to my mother for things. If, but the only thing about that job is, if the child comes out great, whoa, everyone thinks you're a great mother. But if it doesn't come out the way you expect, you must have done something wrong. You must have missed the mark as a mother. Not so. Mothers only have a period of time to pour into their children. After they leave the nest, they're not responsible. They're only responsible for what they do while they're in the house. So we need the Lord when raising children. Don't try and raise a child on your own. It will fall apart. Single parents, I say that to you from the bottom of my heart. Don't try and raise that child on your own. Bring others that can help and encourage you and support you. Be a part of a church family. Have strong men of God that can speak into that child's life. Have other women help you and show you how to nurture. And don't buy into that lie that you're supposed to be mother and father. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You be the best mother that you can be. God will be the father. He said that he would be a father to the fatherless and a mother to the motherless. Single mothers, take that burden off you this morning. I want to release you from that. Be the best you can be and get the help you need to raise that incredible man and woman that God has entrusted you with. He knew you would be in this situation, but he has help for you. Look for that help in Jesus' name. God didn't command us didn't command us to honor only a good mother, a perfect mother, an angelic mother, a special mother, a mother without faults, a mother that's a super mother. He said, honor your mother. So I speak to somebody today that said, no, I'm not going to honor. You don't know, preacher, what they, my mother did to me. I am sorry what she did, but the word of God is true. He says, honor your mother. Forgive her. Show grace to her because it will limit you. No matter how far you think you'll go, if there's any unforgiveness for your parent in your heart, you will not get to where God wants you to go. Release it and let it go. So you say, how do we honor our mother this day, this May 8th day? And so the Lord took me to Exodus 20, as I said, but the amplified version. And the amplified version says, honor is to respect, obey, care for your father and your mother so that your days on the earth will be prolonged in the land and the Lord your God gives you. So the first thing, respect them. Respect your mother. He said to me before I even go there, so often we use the word honor and we use the word love. We use words and we don't fully understand or grasp what it means. You know, I love you, but yet your actions speak something totally different. It's more than a word. It's a behavior. It's an attitude behind it. And the Lord reminded me, I had a conversation with one of my secretaries that was just her, some of the things she was doing was just not right. And so we had a conversation. And she said, but that wasn't my intent. I said, but your actions said this. And then when she started to look at her actions and what she was saying, she was like, oh my gosh. And she said, I complain when people do those same things to me. She fully didn't grasp that just saying it didn't mean that she was actually doing it. And so we just want to make sure when you honor your mother today, you know what it truly means to honor. It means respect our mothers. The definition of respect is a feeling of deep admiration for someone or to esteem as possessed of real worth. Your mothers have worth. 
Our mothers should be shown a deep feeling of admiration. They are to be understood as having great worth. They should be ones that we value in all that they do. You know why? God valued them enough to entrust her to bring forth you. He entrusts mothers with the most precious gift of human life. When you think of it, that a little amoeba, a little cell, can start to grow in a woman and then come out of a woman and grow. Only God could design something so specific and so beautiful. And I often wondered, why a woman? You know, why this way? He even chose for the Messiah to come this way because he knew about the mother's love. Often in scripture, he refers to birthing a motherhood and forgetting a child. God has a mother's heart as well. He said, respect your mothers. Too often, sometimes you're in the supermarket and you hear how these children speak to their mothers. It should not be so. That should not be counted among us children of God. Respect her. Talk to her with grace and understanding. Yes, she may not fully understand where you're at or what you're going to, but help her to understand. Don't speak to her like she's silly or ignorant. Understand, love her. Respect who God is to her and who is in her. Respect is also defined as respectus in the Greek, which means regard, have a, pay attention. Let's show our mothers some attention, not just today on Mother's Day, but throughout the year. Listen to them. Take time with them. Yes, I know they've made mistakes, but listen to them. Our mothers are great. I know that if I had listened to more advice from my mother, don't tell her, don't let her know, that there are some things, some mistakes I would not have made if I'd listened. But because I thought I was big and bad and I knew more, brothers and sisters, your parents are ahead in the game. They've been where you've been. They've lived life. There's some things that they know that you don't know. And often the young people say, well, you didn't have social media in those days. You didn't do this in those days. Life is still life. People are still people. Things still happen the same way. Listen to your mother. Listen to her. And there are times when I didn't listen and I experienced pain and disappointment where only if I had listened. And yes, you said, you know, we can't listen to everything. Some things we're going to have to go through ourselves. Yes, that's true. But why, have to, why go through all of it when God could avoid some of it? Proverbs 6, 20 to 22 says, Don't forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them always on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to you. Listen to your mothers. Regard them. Reason with your mothers. Learn to understand where they're coming from. Your mothers would appreciate that. Celebrate them. Because in part, who you are is in, because of them. What you've achieved is because of them, in part. They deserve to be celebrated. And you say, well, my mother's passed. You know, how can I celebrate her now? You can celebrate her memory. You can talk about her, share things that she told you and did for you, encourage other things. My mother told me how to do this. Let their memories live on. Don't let them be forgotten. Live on. Honor their memories. How else do we honor our mothers? We obey them. Obedience is defined as comply with the command, direction, or request. Submit to authority. Ephesians 6, 1 says, for obeying your parents, it is right. Where did it come that we can't, shouldn't obey our parents? It's right, children. It's right, young adults. While you're still in their house, you are to be obedient to them. You're to offer them the respect that they deserve. 
They are watching over your soul. They're not just protecting you. They're praying for you. They're interceding for you. They're making sure that things are right for you. Obey your parents. If they tell you don't go there, bad company corrupts good character, they know what they're talking about. We've been in situations where we shouldn't have been and the devastation. We don't want that for you. Obey your parents. It is right in the Lord. God will honor you for it. The Lord puts structures of authority in place, not to harm us, but to protect us. Our parents are there to protect, not harm us. They're not to restrict you. They're not to keep you bound up so you can't do anything. They're not there so that you can't enjoy and live life. They're there so that when it's the right time, you can live the best life that you want to live. But they don't want you to do anything too premature. It's like the little caterpillar that becomes the butterfly. Too soon, if you cut it out, they're limping. They never fly the way they're supposed to fly. Your mother wants you to be the best that you can be. They want to see you thrive. They want to see the destiny that God has called for you to be experienced in all its glory and all its greatness. Obey your parents. It's right. It's right. And First Samuel bears it out. Behold, it's better to obey than sacrifice. You can do all, buy all the gifts in the world, but obedience is better than that. Even as a child, Jesus understood the importance of being obedient to his parents. Luke 2, 49 tells us of the account where he was in the temple. Three days his parents had gone on and he was in the temple reading the scriptures with the scholars there. And then their parents found him and said, what are you doing here? And he said, didn't I have to be about my father's business in my father's house? But he went back with them and was obedient to them. Now, he was 12 when this happened. He was a teenager when this happened. He could have said, you know what? I'm all God, people. I don't have to listen to you. I'm right here doing my, my father's business. But he knew authority. He knew submission. He knew he had to go back with them because what he needed to get, he needed to get from them in the time he needed before he started his ministry. Don't rush out of the home too soon, brothers and sisters. There's some stuff you still need to get from your parents. There's still stuff that needs to be input and pour into you. There's still some maturing that you need to do. Go at the right time. Then you'll thrive. Your parents will support you. Your parents will encourage you. In some instances, help finance you. But don't go too soon. Make sure it's the Lord's timing. Make sure it's him that's doing it, not you. But we parents have a responsibility too. Ephesians 6, 4 says, don't exacerbate your children. You know, don't just be obedient, ask them to be obedient for the sake of it. Have a reason, have an explanation, have the word of God to support it. Show them why you're doing what you're doing. It's none of this, oh, because I said so. No, show them why. Let them understand. This generation needs understanding, and they won't understand unless you show them. Don't exacerbate them. Don't punish them for no reason. Speak with them, reason with them, pray with them, regard them, guide them, listen to them, share your story with them. How many of you have shared your real story with your children? How many of them know the mistakes you made? How many of them know when you went off the rails? How many of them know? Because if they only see this perfect image, it's frustrating. They feel that they can't make any mistakes and they feel all bound up. That's why they do things that they shouldn't be doing. Let's be real with our kids. Let them be real. None of us had a perfect upbringing. None of us had a perfect childhood. Let's tell the truth and free them up. Free up our children. 
free them up. Another way to honor is to care for our mothers. Care is defined as having feelings like concern, responsibility, love for something. Jesus was a great example of caring for his mother. We see that at the cross. That illuminates how he honored and how he valued his mother. John 19, 26 to 27 says, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his, own, into his home. In this one act, Jesus showed how to honor a mother. First, he saw her. In all that pain and anguish and grief, with all that was on his mind, with, with eternity at stake, he still saw his mother. Let's not be too busy or too frantic to not see our mother. Take a pause every now and again. I know we all have busy periods. We all have things that we have to do. But take a pause. See your mother. See about her. See where she is, what she's doing. See if she needs anything. See if there's anything that she's lacking. See her. He saw her. That crucial period in his life, he still had time for his mother. So I don't care how busy you are. When Jesus on a cross, pierced, wounded, a, thorn, a crown of thorns in his head, pain gushing from his side, and yet he paused to take care of his mother. He respected her. How do I know? Because he saw her and regarded her situation. He knew in that moment that he would not be there to take care of her and that he needed somebody to, that he was not just going to leave her to circumstance. Too often we leave people to circumstance. We leave them to the state to take care of. We leave them to a nursing home to take care of. We leave them to chance. And Jesus said, no, we have to be intentional about taking care of our mothers. It doesn't mean that you have to do it, but you have to work out what could help her. He cared about her welfare. As I said, he knew that he couldn't do it. And he didn't just leave her to anyone. He left her to John. He left her to John, the one he loved. He left her to somebody who knew, he knew, would love her the way he loved her. He said, this is your mother, mother, this is your son. He knew that this relationship would stand time. He knew that he would guard and protect her. In the Old Testament, mothers were to be protected, especially widows. And Jesus knew that. And he asked John to do it. And John didn't grumble, oh, I have my own family, oh, I have this to do. He accepted her as his mother. God cared about her welfare, care about our mothers. Today, as we honor and respect our mothers, let's do that. Let's honor them. Let's respect them. Let's obey them. Let's care for them. Why? Because God said it's important to, because it's the only command with a promise. Doesn't that make you think it must be important if God would say that? If God would attach a promise to it, he could just say, honor your mother and father. But he didn't want to take it to chance. He said, no, no, I want to make sure they understand how important this is, that I've even attached life and death to this. He said, honor them. Honor them so that your days on the earth will be long. I'm like, why life? Why attach life to it? He said the relationship of a mother, of a parent, is such a vital one because you can live and die spiritually under the, your parents' home. 
Because if your parents don't nurture you and bring you up in the way that they should, you could be spiritually dead, if not for Jesus. He said that those relationships are formative. Those relationships are what you bring into other relationships. What you learn as a child, you're going to bring into marriage. You're going to bring on your job. You're going to bring in other relationships. You're going to bring it into ministry. What you learn in that home is what you're going to use in other spheres of your life. That's why it's important. That's why some marriages break up, because that person didn't fully mature in the way that they should. So they couldn't connect properly with another person. It's important. Yeah. Hmm. That relationship is vital. Don't take it for granted, your parents. They're a vital resource that God is using to pour through them to you. Remember that. Mothers must be cared for, because if we don't honor them, they won't be cared for. We see in nursing homes, women and fathers sitting there, nobody visiting them, just wasting away. That should not be so. We should be caring about others, not only our own mothers, but other mothers, mothers in the church, mothers of friends. We should be caring about mothers in general. Some mothers don't have children to care for them. We can be adoptive children. We could be adoptive grandchildren. We could be ones that could care for them, see about them, call them, and find out how they're doing. Honor them, care for them. Mm. God said the other important reason why we should honor, he said, if you don't know how to honor your earthly parents, your earthly mother, how are you going to honor me? How are you not going to honor somebody that you can see and me a God you can't see? God said, "Mm -mm, it can't be so. And we don't only honor because of what they do, we honor because of who they are. And today he just wanted to drive home the point about forgiveness. He said that some of you have not forgiven your mothers for some things that they have done. And he said, you can't keep going on like that. This is the day to forgive. This is the day to release them. You say, well, my mother's passed. She's no longer here. You can still release her. You can still release the memory. You can still write a letter to her and just throw it away release them. Some of them, it was the best they could do. Some of them were messed up because of their parents messed them up. Some of them, we don't know why they did what they did, but let's forgive them. Let's let it go. The word of God said, forgive so that we can be forgiven. We've messed up. I don't know about you as a mother, but I've messed up. Any other mothers in here messed up? I know I have messed up. I've got it wrong. There are a couple times I'm like, Lord, can I get a do-over? Can I get to do that again, do it the right way? But it's too late, the time has gone. It's also saying, mothers, if you need to apologize to your children, do it, do it. Say, you know what? I was in my pain, I, I, I made that mistake, I am sorry, forgive me. And mothers, you may have messed up, but forgive yourselves. Don't hold on to that, don't hold on to that. Forgive yourselves, release yourselves. This fifth, eighth day of May, release yourself. Release the pain. Release the disappointment. Release it and let it go. Because if you hold on to that, other love can't get in. If you hold on to that unforgiveness, love from other places can't get in. Let it go. Release. Forgive them. Yeah, they walked away. Yeah, they harmed you. Yea, they mistreated you. Yea, you deserve much better than you got. But still forgive them. 
and let them go. Let them go. It's hindering you in ways you probably don't even realize. Release them. Love them. Love on them. It doesn't mean that you have to get into close proximity if they were mothers that harmed you, but you can love from a distance. You cannot talk negatively about them. You could talk about them in, with, with grace and with understanding. Mm. Today, this eighth day of May, this Mother's Day, I want us to be able to honor our mothers, respect them, obey them, care for them, and release them so that you can thrive. Forgiveness is so critical to your growth, to your life. Don't let, it, don't let the enemy continue to stunt you with it. Don't let him continue to go around the bush with it. Say, today I let it go. Anyone want to let anything go today? Anything said, any disappointment, anything that you know, oh, you felt, oh, mom shouldn't have said it that way. Oh, any sibling rivalry, oh, she loved this one more than me. Let it go. Let it go today. Be free in Jesus' name to embrace and enjoy the love of Jesus because he loves you like a mother's love. Why don't we stand? This Mother's Day, the Lord just wanted to remind us to honor our mothers. He wanted to remind us that it's important. It's the key to life and death. It's important. It's the key to your other relationships. It's important to honor your mother today, to love on her today. Yes, enjoy her, celebrate her today. Bring her her roses while she has them. But don't let it be a once a year thing. Let it be an all year round thing that your children can say, yeah, my children have blessed me all my life. My children have understood. My children have forgiven me. I want to pray for mothers. I want to pray that God shows us how to properly honor our mothers. I want to pray that we have a heart to respect our mothers, to obey and care for them. Pray that we forgive our mothers any pain that they may have caused us. I want to bless our mothers. I want to thank God for our mothers. And I want a special prayer for those who want to be mothers, who are motherless right now and want to be mothers. If you fit any of those categories, why don't you join me in prayer tonight? And any mother that doesn't know the Lord today and you want to know him because you know you need Jesus to be able to raise your children, he is available to you today. He said, just call it. Anyone that calls on the name of Jesus shall be saved. He's available to you today. Call on him. If you need him, call on him and he will answer in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, I thank you. I thank you, dear God, that you love mothers. I thank you, dear God, that you were the one that created mothers. Father God, you started with Eve, dear God, the mother of all nations, all creation. Father God, mothers are an institution you created to bring forth life. You created mothers to nurture and to love and to honor. Father God, you created them and you loved them, God. So, Father God, help us to love our mothers today, dear God. For those who have gone, we love their memories, dear God. God, we pray, God, that we will show them the proper honor that they are due. That, Father God, we would not just honor them in word, but we will honor them in deed and in action. 
Father God, that we have a heart to respect our mothers, dear God, that we will talk with them kindly and graciously. God, that we will be obedient to them and care for them, that we will see about them, that we would regard them. God, that we would bless them with our words and with our actions, dear God, that we will be honest and truthful with them, dear God, that we would provide for them where we can, God. Help us to forgive our mothers, dear God, for any pain, dear God, that they have inadvertently or deliberately caused us, dear God. God, we choose to forgive today, dear God. And God, we forgive ourselves, us mothers, dear God. We forgive ourselves for things that we have done, dear God, that we shouldn't have. God, forgive us. We release it right now in the name of Jesus. God, we pray that you bless our mothers today, dear God. Bless them with health. Bless them with well-being. Bless them financially. Bless them, dear God, with protection. Bless them with peace. Bless them with healing, God. Bless them, dear God, with guidance and direction. Bless them with wisdom. Bless them in every area of their lives. Bless them, dear God, in ways that they need. Bless them, dear God, as they train up their children. Bless them, dear God, as they guide and direct their children. Bless them, dear God, as they show the children, dear God, the ways of the Lord. Bless them, dear God, as they share the word of God. Bless them, dear God, as they seek other women, dear God, for guidance and counsel. Bless our mothers, God. Bless their going out and their coming in. Bless their lying down and their rising up. Bless our mothers, God. And Father God, we have a special prayer, dear God, for those who are motherless and desire to be mothers. God, you see and you know. God, there's nothing too hard for you. You said with man this might be impossible, but with God all things are possible. God, if it's your will, God, that you would work it out. God, that you would give them a heart for you, God, that they would understand what you're doing. God, you even said in Isaiah 54:1 that the children of the desolate woman are more than those of that who has a husband. God, you know and you see. God, we thank you, God. Thank you for mothers. This Mother's Day, we thank you for the mothers that have passed. Thank you, dear God, for their memory. Thank you for what they deposited in us. Thank you for how they cared for us and provided for us. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you for every mother under the sound of my voice. God, thank you for them. Thank you for mothers. This very special Mother's Day. Amen. Why don't you honor your mothers? Put your hands together for mothers one more time. Wow. That was a great message. Thank you for joining us this week. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and tag us in your social stories at C-O-G-E-N-Y. Thank you to those who have given generously to this ministry in the past. And if you'd like to become a contributor, head over to cog-eny.com. That's cog-eny.com. And just click on the offering and donations tab. Again, thank you so much. Now God bless.